You could just repost this episode over (laughs) and over and over and over, and it would be life changing. If you if you just listened to this episode on repeat and just did that, you wouldn't live the same life. Hello, everybody. Hello to all the fellow experiencers out there and welcome to The Spirited Body. This is the podcast about activating your spirit in your daily actions and experiences. My guides want to show you how to interpret your life through the lens of your highest self so it can be easier, joyful, and satisfying. After all, we are all just spirits in a physical body. I'm James, psychic, medium, host and i'm here with my amazing friend katie hello hello and we want to welcome you back for season two we're so excited to be back together again we've had a little bit of a break um we've had some time to process and think and reflect um and um get some feedback about uh, the first season and we are excited and galvanized and ready to give you an amazing season two talk about some more issues that my guides uh Think that we should know about things that we should learn, some lessons they have for us, and um, we're here to do it. I'm excited. I think it's it was a good. It was nice to have a break. Yes, just to like let it all sink in. What was um, surprising to me is going through it, and even uh, you know I've been processing this information internally, channeling it for so long, and uh, doing the editing and going through the process of listening to it and going through the process of doing it with you and, and reading the information out loud and explaining it and processing it in a different way. Because, you know, when they give it to me, it's, it's a very understood in a lot of ways, understood on a very energetic uh, subconscious level, what they're trying to get me to do. And then to speak on it and explain it and speak it out loud changes it, changes the dynamic of it in me. And, um, and it's, um, fun and amazing to feel and notice the changes that I feel and mm. see in my daily life. Um, just from channeling and just from, from just then from, putting it out there yeah, and then putting process, it out it's there. like a different level of processing. 100%. Yeah. And um, you know, this is my birthday week. Well, I, I, sh- know. I should say my birthday happened this week because as we say in my house, you get a day. And <laughs> really in my house, you get a week, <laughs> we get a day. We say it sort of jokingly and I've had m- multiple days of celebrating. Um, but it's sort of a joke thing. We, we, it's from sex. It's a line from sex in the city. But anyway, around my birthday I tend to get melancholy is maybe too strong of a word, but I get pensive. Why? Uh, just turning a year older. And I feel so much of my life. I've sort of was asleep and not, where I should be. And, and so I regret, I I start to regret. And this year has been the least it's been in so long. Oh, wow. So, um, but I was um, spending a lot of time with self-reflection and seeing where I've come and where I am and what my makeup is. And I had some pretty good lessons from my guides and stuff that they've been telling me for years. And I sort of, uh, felt it in a in the, this physical world in a way, and real opened my eyes to it in, a, in the physical world in a way that I had never done before. Mm-hmm. And it was um, it was kind of amazing. I mean, I 
of course it was right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like no shit. Yeah. Uh, but there's a, so my guides talk about alignment and aligning to your highest self all this, you know, all the time. It's, are you aligned to the, to your highest self? And what I realized, and my guides have been telling this for, you know, nine years, eight, eight, nine years. And it, but it telling me that like, basically they talk about me being an open window. Okay. And that when people walk by the open window and they feel the fresh air for the first time, they feel the sunlight for the first time. It, it, it's an attractive thing. Yeah. And that I carry around an open window everywhere I go. I can't, I can't, man, I yeah, can't. Every time our friend Amy sees you, she goes, can I just touch you? <laughs> like, yes, Amy, you could touch me. Yes. And it's something that I've had since I was very young. And, um, it, it, it you know, that sort of, I, I talked about it being my grab, grab, grab that I felt people were always trying to grab, grab, grab mm. me. And, um, and I've just sort of realized that part of what I do when I work with people energetically and even physically, like, I, you know, I can't help this part of me is that I not only, and as, as we talked about before, uh, in one of the episodes last season, that when I'm an open window, I draw that openness out of the person that I'm with yeah, because that alignment is seeking same, that vibration is seeking same. Mm. And so I'm, I'm a conduit for people to move their bullshit out of the way and they can bring safely bring expose their deepest self. Yeah. And that's just something that I do to people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel that. And I, and I can't, I can't help it, but it's not anything that I've really consciously been aware of. Mm -hmm. And so I was, when I had this realization and it's, it, it has affected other areas of my um, understanding some of the conflicts I've been in and um, some of the difficulties I've had um, with other people in my life. And I was working in my nine to five and I had a client come in the day after I was making the, you know, having these sort of realizations. When was this? Tuesday. Oh, very recent. Okay. And he was a client that I did not expect to get better. He had a major problem. Um, physically. Physically. He was, uh, he had an MRI and the MRI looked terrible. And I just thought like, okay, we might be able to give him a little bit of help, but he's going to need surgery. And he came in, I mean, he was really, really limited. And he came in, he was like, I'm so much better. I can't, I can't believe it. And I was like, oh, I was shocked. Like, I <laughs> was not expecting this guy to get better. And uh, at least as better as he did. And he said, well, you know, I've just been saying your mantra. And I was like, mantra? What, what, did, what did you tell him? I'm like, I gave you a mantra? He's like, yeah. No memory of doing it. I have no memory of giving him a mantra. I think what he did is he took something I said my guess is you actually did give him a mantra and you just don't remember because you always do that. You always don't remember things and that you told people. He, I've been like, Oh, remember that time you channeled that? And you're like, not at all. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, but he said, yeah, I keep saying to myself all the time. The goal is alignment and alignment is pain-free. The goal is alignment and alignment is pain-free. The goal is alignment and alignment is pain-free. 
And I thought for a second, my 3D mind was like, oh, well, yeah, the bot, we work with alignment. And of course that makes sense. And then it hit me. I'm just happened to be in a neutral space because the other thing my guides talk about, and I'm sure they'll talk about it later is um, in a future episode is when you achieve real neutrality where you are able to actually see what's coming at you, not your interpretation of what's coming at you. Big difference. But what is actually being presented to you, the universe, spirit, whatever you want to think, whatever word you want to use is constantly providing you the information you need at any given moment to make a choice. Well, I think that wraps up the first episode (laughs) of season two. Oh my gosh. Okay. And in that moment, I got out of my nine to five job, James, 3D based James. And I saw this guy is telling me, (laughs) for those of you who the pause is because the light just went off in the office. (laughs) Weird things happen to the lights when you're here. And so I know this is, they're excited that I, that I am talking about this, but I was able in that moment to understand that that was spirit talk, bringing that back to me to help me understand that. Yes. Alignment is everything. Mm. And I was, I'm teaching it through physical control of your body, but I'm also teaching it from a spiritual angle. And there, there it was just plainly in a way that I had no memory of ever saying to this person. And it was coming right back to me. The goal is alignment and alignment is pain-free. So can I ask, I got to just, the questions are coming in. Yes. So is the fact that many of us, most of us don't have this alignment is because of all the conditioning? Yes. It's a, it's a lot of things. Uh, It's attachments. um, It's, uh, your physical mind that they, they'll talk about what your physical, uh, mind is and, um, your experiences, your traumas, your fears, your, your relationships. Um, and they use the word attachment and relationships in very specific ways. Okay. And, um, and all those things determine you know, the mood that you're in and there weren't. And so today's topic is communication. And, um, it's just been, uh, it's, it's been a weird week because I've had all these like recognition of these things inside of me that I didn't, that I sort of knew, but never really stepped into in that way or, or really uh, cognitively wrap myself around and, mm. and fully embrace and accept it. And it's so, like I said, it's really helped me view some of the more, um, antagonistic relationships in my life. Um, and, uh, and so when I sat down to ask the guys, I'm like, okay, we're ready for season two. What do you want? What do you want us to know? What do you, and it was much, it was different than the first season. The first season they were like, they just gave me a huge list. And this season they were much like, well, what do you want to know about? It was much more like you, you have input, you get to you get to choose some of the stuff that you want to learn. And so it was, it was, it was different. And to put me in that, that I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm good being passive. I'm good. Just receiving, receiving and you, I'll put it down on a piece of paper. It's a little more, um, 
anxiety producing when they're like, no, what do you, what do you want? What do you want to leave? This, this is a collaboration. We've been talking to you for nine years now. You energetically have this sewn into your framework. You have deep knowledge too that we've given you and it's okay to express it. It's okay to, to be the driving force. And so um, I'm hoping to be able to explain some of these other concepts that we talked about in season one. And we sort of glossed over a few of them. And I want to make sure people understand things like when I say uh, 3D emotions uh, or contrast-based emotions. Like I want to make sure people understand what that, mm. what that means because yeah. it's a big concept and we talk about it a lot. Uh, so it's been, so it's been, it was an interesting channel and um, it was an interesting topic. They gave me a, um, I, I asked them very specifically, like, you know, there's a lot of divisiveness in the, in, in our world right now. What are the things that people need to learn about to reduce that in their lives Okay. and reduce that on in the planet? And so they gave me a list of a number of topics. So um, the first few topics are about, um, about how to reduce the, the antagonism that are specifically about being more open. And uh, that's not really the way to put it. It's about being more ways to reduce that antagonism. How can we be better centered, be more aware of our place in the world? Because all we really need to do is change ourselves. Mm, okay. That's it. That's it's not, the- it's not the other person that needs to change, which is such a hard thing to hear a hard thing to process because we all immediately think of the most antagonistic person we know. Yeah. And we think, but I'm doing everything right. And what they want you to know is that you're doing everything right in relation to that other person, but you're not staying in relation to yourself. Mm, Big difference. Yes. They do this and I'm responding correctly. They said this and I'm responding correctly. And you're not versus uh, I'm aligning myself to what I know is true and honest. And I'm holding that at the center of importance. What, what internally feels right. And and so what you're saying is, okay, wait, let me, let me hold this for a second. So what you're saying is when you come from that place, which one, the second place you said, that's like true to yourself. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. When you're coming from that place, the reaction that you may have to that other person is likely going to differ than from the place of I'm responding how I should. Yes. And so therefore you open up a can of worms of criticism, judgment. From the other person? Yes. Likely. See, this is a very, okay. This is actually something that I'm personally working through on in the sense of finding the balance between showing up in what feels like me and then not comparing it to, well, you should show up this way. Mm. Well, is there any common rule like kindness or like, is there any commonality or foundation that should transfer over? Does that make sense? Because I feel like some people would hear that and be like, yeah, I'm angry. I'm just going to explode then. But then I'm like, no, that's not. No, because if you are angry, that's not your highest. You are not connected to your highest self. You are reacting from an attachment. You are reacting from a belief. You're not reacting from your highest self. 
And a highest, so that's kind of the first step. Yeah. Okay. And your highest self isn't about belief. Highest self is knowing. Mm. Those are two totally separate concepts. Yeah. You have to argue a belief. You don't really argue what you know. Yeah. I'm getting chills all over and they're like, yes, the, preach, preach. <laughs> the, the truth does hit differently. differently. And if you could sit in a set steady stream of that knowing there's not going to be much that knocks you off. Yeah. That destabilizes you. Do you also think that other people's real authentic truth hits you? Like, like if you're in the other position, right? The receiver. Yeah. A, if, a thousand percent. It, because it will draw it out of you. If I am speaking to you about my, if I'm speaking to you from my, connected to my knowing self, mm -hmm. not my believing self, but my knowing self. Um, and is, uh, I just want to say too that what they're, they're popping their little message in there saying that the difference when you say I should, I should say this, I should react this way. You're saying, I believe in this way of acting. Mm. I believe in this school of thought about this. You know what I do? Yeah. I, do you understand? And mm -hmm. that's different than no. I know how I feel inside. I know what feels right and doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. And when I speak from that place of knowing, it draws it out of the person that I'm speaking with. So are you? So on some level, they get it, and and the the choice is going to be either they go, oh, I feel your knowing place. Mm -hmm. Somewhere inside, they're not, most people aren't going to say that out loud, but they're going to either go, oh, okay, I can see I'm, you're immovable on this, and you're not immovable because you're being stubborn. You're immovable because you are completely grounded and plugged in to who you are. Mm -hmm. Or they are going to be so filled with um, being destabilized because they aren't you aren't playing their communication game. You aren't playing their emotional game. You aren't on their bus mm -hmm. that they're going to start trying to get you back on their bus and they're going to freak out another way because they have such significant attachments um, that they can't admit to and tap into their knowing. Yeah. It's, does that make sense? Oh, it does. Yeah. And we got so deep so quick. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was going to say, it's actually bringing up. So last season I talked about how I had sort of a big disconnect with a close friend. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And for a year we kind of went back and forth in email and got nowhere. And then we kind of just said, okay, bye, you know, in an email or whatever. It wasn't like terrible at the last email. Um, but then months went by and then I still felt unsettled inside and I really just sat with that unsettling. And then we went to this birthday party. Our friend was turning 50. And he gave this speech about how, you know, life is pretty short and connection and relationships are, are, are really what matter. And he talked about how 20 years ago he had this disconnect with his friend. And they just couldn't see eye to eye on something and they ended their friendship. And he tried and they tr he tried to make it work. It just wasn't going to work. 20 years go by and he goes, so this is like about a year ago, I think. He goes, 
I just still feel unsettled in this and I just am ready to like revisit this and see if we can get some healing together. And he went and called the guy and the guy had passed away from COVID. And he said it really was an intense lesson for him. And I was like, damn it, you had to tell me that story. (laughs) Now I have to do something. Yeah. So I just sat with it for about a month. And then I said, I'm very, I, I felt like I knew what I, my soul needed to do, but like my cognitive thinking brain didn't want to do it. But then I just said, well, you have to do it. Cause now, you know, so it's just like, it's totally reminding me of this. So I said, um, you are going to contact that person again. You're not going to do it by an email. You're going to send them a voice memo so they can actually hear your voice and hear your heart. And I just sat down and I didn't prepare for it. I didn't record it multiple times. I just said what I needed to say from my heart and offered a, f- I, I don't even know what I was offering. I was just sharing my most vulnerable, my most vulnerable side about the situation and about, I didn't focus on any of the events that went down. I just focused on my care and love and uh, sorrow around the disconnection. So you were, but uh, it came from that place, not of trying to do yeah. anything. And I waited for the moment to feel like I could really just sit down in, in the quiet of my home, no one was around where I could just actually speak from the place of like, I'm not trying to get anything from this person. I just want to share my true vulnerable heart. And so I think it was, I don't even know how long, under 10 minutes. And I just emailed them the voice memo and um, I never heard from them. And that's okay uh, because I, I can't know where other people are in their life, but I did feel better in the sense of, wow, I just got to be, you know, and then the, the, the mind came in and said, oh, maybe you should have said this. And then I just said, I knew that was going to happen. I knew the thoughts were going to creep in, but I did share a very, very vulnerable side. And I think my fear was afterwards was probably like, when you get that vulnerable, if you, you never really know how people are going to react. And if you're in that state of vulnerability, you put yourself out there to kind of get attacked. And so I just said, if an attack comes, an attack comes. If nothing comes, nothing comes. If love comes, love comes. And I will just be available for whatever outcome is a result of me sitting in that space of personal truth. Uh, yes. And so uh, I, for a while now, I've been contemplating the word vulnerable. Okay. And so I'm, since you've talked about it, I'm going to just sure. bring it up because this isn't me. I, I know that when I get a little like, when a word sticks out to me, uh, I know it's them saying that's not, it's not exactly, or they want us to, to change the way we think of it. Because what you're describing is that vulnerability of being exposed for harm. You're mm-hmm. risking harm, mm-hmm. right? What they want to say is that you're not really being vulnerable. You're being honest. Okay. And honesty, not in the sense of, uh, I was mad because you wore the same color shirt as me or not honesty in that looks like shit on you. Not that kind of honesty, mm-hmm. but the honesty that is, that's coming from the full connection to who you are. Yeah. You're honest person. Yeah. And if you are really there, it's about de- deconstructing our human understanding of it. Because if you're really there, that's powerful. It's not scary. 
Well, the funny thing is when I did it, I didn't have any of those fears. Right. I just said, this is what I am going to do because I feel like my soul needs to do this. Exactly right. It wasn't until the thoughts came in after right. I, I pushed the send button. Yes. Yeah. And and so they want us to think of a different word. Okay. Whether it's honesty, whether it's knowledge, whether it's alignment, whatever word that is, but to change this idea that being who you are exposes you to, to risk. Mm-hmm. Like that isn't because they're, what they're saying is that's not true. Okay. Say that again. Being who you are exposes you to risk and they want you to understand that's not true. Okay. It exposes you to power. It exposes you to alignment. It exposes you to groundedness. But she could hear that message and, and I don't know. And what's she going to do? I, I don't know. Yell at you. I don't know. Call you names. Maybe. Yeah. Are those true? No, they're not. I'm not saying it's easy to say in this space. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> no, um, no, I hear you. I hear you. And to be honest with you, I was really grateful for that afternoon, that moment that I had with myself where I was like, there's no thinking in this. Just sit down and do what you need to do. Because um, we don't know how many days we have on the in the earth school on uh, as physical beings. We don't know that. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I needed to do in that moment. And I really have let go of how it will be received because where I was coming from was my truth and was honest. And whatever is said about that is not true for me. Yeah. That was my truth. That was, there was no, let me reach for this or let me see if she'll do. I had no, I had zero intention of how it would be received. I had every intention of sharing this honest part of myself. Yeah. That that you needed to express. Yeah. And that's, that that's what they're talking about. Yeah. And that you can only change you and that you were the reference point, not the other person. Yeah. It's a big difference. And then should and shouldn't don't apply. Actually, I actually, um, I believe I, in the, in the message, I actually thanked her for showing me parts of myself that I hadn't seen. I was, I was grateful, even though it's very hard to find gratitude in those moments. I, I did find it and I was grateful. Okay. So let's talk about communication. Let's talk about communication. I, um, when I sat down to channel and talk with them about, uh, season two, I just want to read something they said. Okay. We wish to express the joy that we know you feel with your engagement in this process. Understand that you fulfilling this task is about you accomplishing the truth in you. It is not solely about our message, but in your communing with us to allow you to commune with yourself in view of the world. Wow. It's going to make me tear up. But it was, and just in that little bit, it's so powerful for me and perfectly exemplifies what they're trying to get us to do. Mm. Communing with yourself and letting everybody see it. That's hard work. I mean, it looks like it's hard work. It feels like hard work. But it's not. I think. What they're inviting us to do is take the view that it's not hard. 
And everything they're showing us, everything that they're talking about is you can do this every day. You can do it in your everyday interactions. You don't have to do it with every single one. You don't have to do it with any of them. But you can take that moment to review what you did from a place of like being more aligned with who you really are mm. and see what would I have done differently? What? Oh, God, that response was stupid stupid or I cared so much about and that then, and then situation what do you, that I don't. What do you, well, I know we've already talked about this, but we're probably going to have to talk about it a thousand times. So when you find that moment of, oh, I wish I would have done it that way. How do you move from that energy of regret to the new energy? All you have to recognize is that there's a different option and which one feels better. That's it. Oh, that one feels better. Okay. You don't need to, there's no, there's punishment. No okay. There's no process. There's no confessing. There's no, no, it's allowing yourself to go, Oh, human. That didn't feel good. Normal response. That's a human response. It didn't feel this. This feels much better. Your body is going to eventually just start going to what feels better. Yeah. I mean, and again, this is where it overlays with my physical work. Like mm -hmm. when I work with people's bodies, all I need to do is expose their body to what it feels like. Do it like this. Does it hurt? Yeah, that hurts. Okay, now try it like this. Oh, that doesn't hurt. Their body goes, there's some part of their mind <laughs> that will automatically know that there's a different option available that doesn't hurt, and it will move towards that option. So even in the process of evaluating what you did that didn't feel good, I'm even taking that process and creating pain, and I can... I can even change the process of how I look, my perception of the process, how I look at it. Yes. Cause sometimes I get stuck in that. Yeah. You're not going to change what you did. Yeah. And like, that's what I was talking about in the beginning about putting yourself out there publicly yes. is, <laughs> is a very, like, it's like a speed, <laughs> speed course on doing that. Yes. Yeah. Because and, it, and what's hard is that like you asked me to do this and then my business is asking me to do stuff in the public and I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable. I'm going to say this to you. Okay. You can't get it wrong. I feel like I'm getting it wrong. I know you do. You can't. You can't get it wrong. That's why when you review what you've done and you're not, you're like, oh, that didn't feel as good as this would have felt. But then you've already put that thing that didn't feel good out into the public under, under the microscope for scrutiny. I know, but you're doing it all over. I feel comfortable in doing this. If that I get questioned, I feel great when I do this. Yeah. I feel great about what I'm doing. Yeah. I feel great that I'm not speaking anything that's not truth. I mean, what's someone going to say to me? I don't believe in Jesus. Okay. Are Let's we ready? Go. I'm ready. Okay. So when I did the channel this time, uh, it was it was a very interesting channel. I, this is the longest channel I've ever Whoa. received. Okay. And it came in two parts. When I first started talking, uh, the Council of Light came through, and then quickly somebody stepped forward and sort Who of took it? over. Uh, his, his name is Johan. Did you talk about him before? No. Okay. And... Um, and it was very the 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 feeling of the energy of the communication was very dense, very deep, very layered. Like I probably could write like a three volume series, very big books about communication with the amount of information I could feel. Well, communication was is everything and in the human experience. I mean, it, it is right. 
And so it was, it was, it was like a flood of water coming at me and I had a pinhole that, that, that I would be able to understand the information coming in. Does that make sense? So that, so the pressure behind it was made it very difficult for me. It was like, I was having to hold back the information to get out. So it wasn't as smooth and as comfortable. Oh, wow. And so I stopped after a bit and then I picked it up a little bit later. And then the council of light came in like the light and, and the warm, the fuzzy. warm, fuzzy council of light came in and like said their piece. So we've got two, two things. So there's a lot of content and I'm going to, so, so you want to just read and then we'll talk. You, you pause well, I when think you we, want. Oh, yeah. I'll, if I have to explain something, I'll pause. If you have a question, we'll pause. But I'm going to try to, a lot of this stuff, and when I read it, now I understand, my understanding when I read it, this is a little bit different. But when I read it, I'm like, okay, yeah, this this makes sense. Yeah, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. So, um, so you'd like me to stop you if I. If you have a question. So it's going to be a six hour podcast. <laughs> well, I don't I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I, I, I okay. hope not. Poor, we apologize. <laughs> <laughs> to, to the all sorry, eight of sorry. our listeners. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here we are again to assist and guide you on creating ease and satisfaction on the earth plane. It is with joy that we pass this information to you for your learning expansion and growth is our learning expansion and growth. We hope to provide you ease and greater acknowledgement and experience with your highest self. So you may better commune with it and with those souls around you. We hope to express to you that everyone around you is a soul, a spiritual being wearing the costume of a human. All of you are experiencing the same emotions. All of you are experiencing the same struggles in some aspects of your life. Where one may struggle with feeling secure, one might struggle with feeling heard. Both are struggling. The human experience is the same. Struggle, understand, incorporate, and struggle again all of you moving through this cycle. It is with this understanding that we want you to approach connection and communication with those around you. Understand that the basic level of human experience is occurring in all. Can you recognize that and bring that understanding with you in your interactions with others? Communication is a broad topic, and from our perspective, it includes a large scope. Much like your human understanding of light, you have a basic understanding of communication that is limited compared to the true range of communication that exists and is occurring around you at any given time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Humans are battling with information that is entering them from multiple sources, not just your usual five senses at any given moment. This information is knocking at your door, whether or not you can actually hear the sound. This is mentioned because it is an aspect of your attention that influences your interpretation of the world around you and your interpretation of the world around you is a significant component to your communication. There are many aspects to communication from the vibration of the sound in your voice to the energetic intent of the communicator, despite the words they choose Mm. to the energetic overlay in the written word. This is a large topic. We wish to break down some of the more basic concepts as a means of understanding your part in communication and create greater ease and satisfaction. As with all, knowing and aligning yourself to your highest and truest self is of vital importance for the ease of your life. Knowing and connecting to this place will create security and assuredness that will guide your life, not just your communication. Understand that in every interaction you have with another, 
Each of you brings with you an energy that surrounds and permeates your physical body. This energetic bubble or field carries with it the intentions, desires, worries, and emotions of you. When interacting with another, your energy field is perceptible to them and theirs to you. This is a level of unconscious interplay, knowledge, and information that is available to you. It may not be conscious, but it is informing you. It is one, if one is not rooted in the connection to themselves, another's field can influence your own to the point of influencing your thoughts. Okay, wait, say that one more time. If one is not rooted in the connection to themselves, another's field can influence your own to the point of influencing your thoughts. This can be seen when in communication with another and you leave the conversation agreeing to something that you had no intention of agreeing to, or you are frequently convinced that your feelings are wrong, though you walk into the interactions feeling confident in your decisions. So like you could walk into something and feel like you have your own honest truth, but then leave with a different outcome? Yes. Sort of in a way that benefits the other person, uh, in a way that is not what you wanted the original point of the conversation to be. Okay. Um, and I think we have all been in those conversations with people. We've all had those interactions. This is not to say that you cannot change your mind or learn new facts. We are speaking more to the moments of saying, I don't know how I did this or agreed to this. Or more accurately, the decision feels uncomfortable and incongruent with your internal feelings. Just let that sink in for a second. Oh, I am. Yep. That is the one that gave me the chills. Like, yes, that is what you need to pay attention to. Not like necessarily what my goals were, but this just doesn't, this conversation doesn't feel, doesn't land right inside of me. It's not what we ended up talking about was. But what if it's their truth and they're so set on it being their truth, but it doesn't land with you as your truth. They can just have that truth and you can have a different one. Yes. But it's about the same thing. Yeah. And the feeling of it is not going to, you're not going to feel incongruent. Okay. It is with this information that we explain to you the importance of knowing your connection to self and trusting that connection. Communication can be tricky as it is continually influenced by your attachment to others and desire for safety and connection to be seen and understood. Successful communication does just that. It enhances your feelings of being seen and recognized. Unsuccessful communication results in the opposite. In any given communication, your desires, fears, and attachments can be activated and change our intent, which may change the course of the communication and what you may want to get out of it. What starts as a conversation about hurt feelings may turn into a desire to maintain a relationship status or a loss of connection to your truest self in order to maintain it. Okay. That might, there are some things in there that you may not grasp some words. Say it again. In any given communication, our desires, your desires, I forgot the why your desires, fears, and attachments can be activated and change your intent, which may change the course of the communication and what you may want to get out of it. What starts as a conversation about hurt feelings 
may turn into a desire to maintain a relationship status and a loss of connection to your truest self in order to maintain it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I can actually think of circumstances where that happens. For me. So your intent may be one thing, but during that communication process, someone throws a bomb, throws an emotional trigger, says something, and all of a sudden your intention changes from, I need to communicate this about myself and I need to feel safe in our relationship. Let's say it's an easy one. Do I feel threatened? So now I have to do this. So now instead. I need to defend. So now my intention has shifted now. And, and it shifts without you realizing it. Boom. Done. And so now what started out as you speaking about a need being needing to be met. Now it's like, now I need to defend myself. I need to feel safe in this way. Or I'm, I'm going to, there's a threat of loss of this relationship. And now I need to change to, I need to maintain this relationship rather than communicate something about me. I hear that. As we have said, this topic of communication is large and complicated with many overlapping parts. Let us help you in this way. Firstly, know and trust the connection to yourself. This is where security lies. This is where your truth and alignment with your most authentic self exists. This is not something that any other has knowledge of or can speak to or has sovereignty over. We mean to say no other person has expertise of who you are over you. We ask that you not give anyone that power, mm. belief, or understanding. We see how easy it is to give away as you so desperately seek understanding, connection, and safety. But those things cannot be achieved in a soul-satisfying way outside of yourself. Secondly, generating honest, true, and valuable communication to another can only be made when all facts and information are understood. Many factors can interfere with this step. One's unwillingness to continue questioning until all information is obtained. One's unwillingness or unawareness that they are providing information based on feelings of avoidance, pain, or insecurity. And one's strong desire to obtain security by achieving peace all contribute to not learning all the facts. <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot and it's super on point because how many times do we we make decisions not knowing all the information either because the other person's can we unwilling really ever know all the information though we need to know as much information as we can possibly before we come to a concrete conclusion yes are there times though where you don't need that and you just feel something inside you can always move from a place of what your internal gauge tells you, but it may change mm. if you don't know all the information or once you know all the information. And what they're saying is a lot of times we don't know the information is because we don't want to know the information. <sighs> Doozy. Yeah. It's a lot, but it's true, but <laughs> that's what's so stupid about this whole thing is that it's typically true. If you take those moments and you're like, I, I'm not going to ask that question because I don't want to know the answer mm. or I don't want to go there. I'm not prepared to go there. I, in this communication, I just need you to tell me that you were wrong. Mm. I don't want to do all the other things. I just, you yeah. know, and that's manipulative and that's not an honest communication. Manipulation okay. with self. Yeah. Yeah. Protection. Successful communication occurs when all of the above factors are aligned. 
energetic intent, alignment with self, and understanding of information from others. Do you see how this can lead to being off track so easily? Can you just repeat those three things? Because I feel like that, if we can hold that in our mind, that is like a little mind. That's like a map. And they get into it a little bit okay. more later. Energetic intent. Okay. Alignment with self and understanding of information from others. Mm. I can do the first. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> do I need to do the third? Do you see? It is third. It's not first. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> do you see how this can lead to being off track so easily? We ask that you do not let this intimidate you or create a sense of hopelessness. As we have said before, we are here to make your existence more satisfying and easier. We want you to have a deeper understanding of the process of communication as this is a vital aspect to being a human. We want you to feel the power you have inside of you that allows you to ask, inquire, express, and self-determine. This is what you need for satisfying communication. Know and trust your connection and alignment to yourself. Trust when you should say no, or I'm not sure, or I'm not feeling good about this. Trust wanting to know more. Communication from your true alignment with self to another who is truly connected to self will not lead to harm. I'm going to repeat that. Okay. Communication from your true alignment with self to another who is truly connected to self will not lead to harm. And so the corollary to that is harm will only come when one of you is not aligned. Okay. Your part in successful communication is not to move from your center, gather the necessary information, and communicate from there. Remember, too, that alignment to your highest self will always call on that in another. This is a large topic that could use further discussion and exploration. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> They've said it like seven times now. We wanted to provide you for you an understanding of the many factors that exist in human communication so that it may improve for you and lead you to greater ease and satisfaction. Know that when you communicate from your soul connection, you will encounter fewer emotional reactions. So just to be clear there, you might not encounter fewer emotions, but you may encounter fewer emotional reactions. Yes. Okay. Very different things. Absolutely. This is not about shut off your emotions. Correct. Okay. When you are aligned, you don't you have lack the emotions. Yeah. But- you don't go into these fits, whether it's like super like hysterical, joyful or super angry outbursts. Those don't exist there in that space. Okay. We are hopeful that these descriptions are adequate for your deeper understanding and appreciation of communication. Remember that you cannot get it wrong. You are the only one who has access to you with love and peace. And so that was part one. James, <laughs> I would prefer like a warning. Okay, so the first episode. Wow. Okay. okay. So part one. Part one. Second one. This is from the Council of Light as well. And this is the more fuzzy feel good people that are easy and light. Mm -hmm. and I'm ready to be held right now. <laughs> it is with great joy that we open up to you again and express our feelings of gratitude and well-being through our message and information. This is a topic of great importance and encompasses many aspects. We want to ensure you that we provide the information that you need to be more grounded and restful and at ease on your planet and with your surrounding world. 
This is not always an easy task for you as you navigate through time and experience emotions of contrast and longing. So I'm going to take one moment and pause and talk about contrast-based emotions. Okay. It, it's sort of, when we talk about a contrast-based emotion, it is emotions and feelings that are based on differing and valuing. And when I talk about valuing, when they talk about valuing, they mean a value system. This is more valuable than that. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So if I value, if I see that that person has something that I value more than I value in myself, then there's jealousy, there's anger, there's fight, there's rage. All of those, what they call lower vibration, you know, what's called lower vibrational emotions stem from that value system. Being compared or contrasted. Exactly. That doesn't exist on the other side of the veil. That only exists here. Sorry, I'm in a moment. I'm having a moment of paralysis. (laughs) And so when we have those contrast-based emotions, they exist here because we are defined by contrast. So if I'm angry, I'm having, okay, here we go. So if I'm having anger towards someone, are you saying that something inside of me is contrasting something inside of them? Maybe. Or contrasting something in the world. So here's an example. I talk about- Yeah, I need concrete okay, so, 3D so, second grade level examples. <laughs> so I talk about driving all the time. It's an easy example. Okay. Someone's driving, they come up quick behind you, right? And that means you know the right thing to do is to get in the other lane, just let them pass you. But- that's not what you expected to have happen. Your expectation and belief is that I'm supposed to go straight and I'm supposed to stay in the speed and I'm supposed to stay in my lane. It's the easiest thing to do. And so you get mad, you get pissed because this person wants you to move on and you get angry because it's different than what you expected. And that what you're saying to yourself is me staying here and being unperturbed is better than me having to move over for somebody else. Okay. And so you're frustrated that somebody is asking you to do something that you believe is better. It's a simple example. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily there's something in you that's lacking and, and on a deeper level that may be part of it, but it's, it will always be based on a contrast. Okay. Is that making sense? Yeah. And so that's what, what they mean by contrast based emotions. These are emotions that don't really exist in the non-contrast part of the universe. So higher frequency emotions don't really have contrast to them. Correct. Okay. Think about the think about the non-contrast the higher frequency emotions. Love, hope, gratitude, connectedness. They're all about communing. Yeah. They don't evoke any contrast. Isn't that crazy? It's wild. I, it's a and I feel like I'm just getting, I feel like understanding that I think is, it, it's like many layers deep, right? And so I'm excited to understand the first layer, but I think it will evolve over time to like, once you start experiencing that and, and, and calling it that and bringing awareness to it, I think we'll continue to bring deeper understanding. And understanding in yourself. Yeah. You feel those feelings and you go, what, what am I comparing this to? Mm-hmm. And then you can think, do I need to compare it to that? 
Like that's why I talk about the driving one so much because, and they talk about it too, is because it's such a stupid thing to waste your energy on. But as driving people, we all have experienced that stupid anger that we feel in a driving situation. And I mean, talk about something that's a fleeting moment in your life that does not Versus warrant. Versus if you're just like, that person has terrible diarrhea. Yes. Move, get, gotta get, get over. over. Yeah, help them out. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, so So I wanted to pause and talk about that contrast-based emotion because it's a big point. They talk about it all the time, but it's also a point that you can internally process for your own learning and understanding. It does remind me of a bumper sticker I saw that said, sorry for speeding, I have IBS. <laughs> Love it. Okay. We are here with you always and wish to express to you that communication is an all-encompassing act. It involves all parts of your being. Much is communicated through energy, intent, presence, and connection. Much is communicated through words, vibration of the words, position, and posture of your body. Understand, too, that the screen through which you interpret, not receive, those messages is also working. Now I have to take responsibility for my interpretation of other people's <laughs> words? Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> but not. Messages from your past, alterations in your present, and information from your eternal self working at the same time and not always in harmony to provide you with information on which to respond. It's a lot. And um, I'm going to read the last part again. Messages from your past, alterations in your present, and information from, from your eternal self working at the same time and not always in harmony to provide you with information on which to respond. So at any given moment, and, and they talk about our three realm, the three realms that our being holds at any given time. Okay. Past, present, and eternal. Mind, body, soul. So the past is our mind, is our physical, psychological mind that holds all of the information about what's happened to us. It gathers information about like how from to- From past lives? No, or, we're just talking about in this oh, lifetime okay. in, our, in our current consciousness. Okay. And so from the second we come into this world, our brain is gathering information about what we need to do to get love, to be accepted, to be safe, the rules to follow, the rules of gravity, the rules of relationship, the all those pieces that lead to our safety, our safety and security. Right. And so that's informing us at any given moment during, let's say you're communicating with someone. The other thing that's informing us is our physical body. How does our physical body feel? Mm. Is it hot? Is it comfortable? Is it uncomfortable? Do we have a headache? Do we have pain somewhere? Do we feel great? Are you on your period? Are you on your period? <laughs> Are you going through the change? Um, and so that- I mean, those things do influence. Of course they do. Yeah. And at the same time, you have information that's coming at you from your soul. The energetic part of you that's saying, this doesn't feel right. This person doesn't feel good. I don't get a good vibe. And this all, and those things may not be working in concert. Your soul, your energy is giving you information, whether or not you're listening to it. Your eternal self is knocking at your door, whether or not you're listening. Makes me- I just can't help but think like, no wonder why alcohol is so widely accepted in our 
society. Oh, turn that down. Turn the volume down. But like baby. not just in America, like Everywhere. all societies. Absolutely. Because it is the one drug that will turn all of that down. It's it it's fascinating. And no they, wonder why it's so accepted. Absolutely. Because we just don't want that's a lot at once. Yeah. And of course people want to break. And from it that. makes right. And it makes your physical body feel good. And so much of us. Yeah, it's like when we go to the energy worker that we see, mm -hmm. I'll be like, damn, my shoulder, what just, what, what, this part, that part. She's like, yeah, so you have a lot of energetic things shifting. So your body's going to respond to that. Like to think that they're disconnected. Cause I'm like, nothing provoked this thing to hurt in my body. She's like, oh, they're all connected. It, we did provoke it. Yeah. To think that they're not connected is wild. It's, it's not, it's not true. Yes. Here's the challenge for you as creatures on this planet. In addition to that challenge, okay. <laughs> can, you, can you reach a state of neutrality to truly see the world around you as it truly is? This will be the secret to perfect communication. And I got to ask a question really quick. If you reach a perfect state of neutrality and I do and somebody else doesn't, like let's put 10 people in this room and we all get to that space of neutrality, neutrality where we see things as they are. Do we see the same thing? Ooh. No. We're fucked. <laughs> no. We're fucked. No, because. <laughs> I know. I think I have to end the episode. No. <laughs> I want a rule. I want a. I, I know want, you do. I know. The rule is. <laughs> You're killing me today, James. <laughs> the rule is connect to yourself and stay connected there. Feel a contrast-based emotion popping <laughs> up. <laughs> um, oh, okay. It's a lot. This will be the secret to perfect communication and response. That is, of course, if you are able to then deliver the message that is needed in the most true and accurate way so that it may be interpreted just as it was intended. Do you see the layers that prevent clear communication? This is more complicated on your world as time and separateness require the recognition of filters that can block unencumbered communication and transfer of emotion and information. And their point is so much needs to happen. Even if you're both perfectly aligned and I deliver that message, that's assuming that I'm delivering it in the words that are meaningful to me and the other person's going to receive them and understand those words in exactly the Through same all way. all those same filters yes. that you have, but their filters are different. Yes. Yeah. Word, whatever. Well, I was just telling somebody yesterday that like, if you want to be faced with any kind of growth, like choose a life partner and have children. <laughs> because outside of that, you don't get pushed up against as much stuff. It's those in-depth connections that push us into these spaces where if you really want to find cohesiveness and uh, connection, you do have to do all of that. And that's exhausting. Yes. And that's, and, and it's, maybe it's exhausting in the beginning and then you can, but Get a it's a lot. But part of, uh, understand too, that they're pointing out all these different aspects of why communication is so challenging because they want you to not freak out about not getting it right. That it's next. Or maybe taking everything so personally. Yes. And you have to understand that there's give and play and you may not understand something and it's your job to ask for clarification and take the pressure off creating this perfect communication experience because it, it's because, because we can all be in those 10 people can be in that room in the perfect quote unquote state 
and we're still going to see it different. Yes. Okay, I can leave with that message. We could end there. And that's really <laughs> what they want to understand is that we, yeah. are, we take this burden on our shoulders and we don't need to have that burden as heavy. So rather than like them saying, understand all these things and do it this way, it's understand all these things and understand that no matter what, it's still going to not always be the way you hope it will be. It may not be the way you hope it will be. And that doesn't mean- That you're doing it wrong. That you need to punish yourself. You just need to go, what did I do in this situation that I can that informs me to make a different choice next time? Okay, so let me see if I can ref- like just reflect a thought here. So if you come to, let's say we get in a disagreement and you come to me and you're connecting with your higher self and you're in a neutral space and then I come to you and same thing, right? But we still leave with maybe a different truth or a different conclusion. Are you saying that what they're saying is that you'll never understand the history of my human experience that provide those lenses? You'll never understand the depths of my soul. Um, what was the third one? Uh, the physical. Uh, or the, and the physical thing in my that body. Correct. And so it's almost like they've created it to be so complicated that you would never be able to figure out all those parts of somebody. And so- it's okay that you don't know all those parts. You don't need to. And you don't even need to try to figure that out. No. You just try to sort out your parts and come in. From there. From Because there. what I'll tell you is that if we get in a disagreement and you're perfectly aligned and I'm perfectly aligned at my highest self and that same with you and you know what your intent is going to that conversation and I know what my intent is and the intent is typically like, I need to convey this to this person convey this emotion, convey this hurt. And my intent is that we will come to some sort of um, understanding about it. Okay. Right. If we're both perfectly aligned, we're going to. Okay. Whether or not I understand uh, all the steps and the depths and the all that stuff is not, not necessary. What I'm going to understand is your parts of this. Yeah. And I'll understand like, okay, what I said, bothered her and I don't want her to be bothered by something I say. And I'm fine. She's not calling me a bad person. She's just saying what I said bothered her. Okay. I can accept responsibility for that. And I'm really genuinely sorry for doing that. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like then that's how we will come to a conclusion. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, I understand every aspect of Katie and I agree a hundred percent. I may think, wow, I really think you overreacted, but that, that doesn't matter. Cause it doesn't, when I'm aligned with my highest self, like that, that petty contrast based thought doesn't matter. Is that making sense? So the most powerful and thing that we need to do is align to self, know yourself. Okay. That's always going to be the thing that makes everything better. Do you see the layers that prevent clear communication? This is more complicated on your world as time and separateness require the recognition of filters that can block unencumbered communication and transfer of emotion and information. It is these layers and confusion that creates the need to understand communication in the deeper levels, the levels that are not present in the physical realm. We want you to understand that this level of communication and understanding occurs continuously and is under your every interaction. We want you to understand that this is working with you always. For example, have you had the experience of communicating with someone where their words were clear and their meaning clear, 
but you did not believe what they were saying. You knew that it was not right. This was your energetic side, your eternal side, providing information about the person's energetic side, their intent. We wish to press upon you that intention is the key behind the most effective communication that you could hope for. Many of you were challenged with communication because you feel that you walk into a conversation stating what you want to have happen, but nothing changes. The needle never moves. Or you may repeat the same conversation with a partner over and over, and the resolution to your desire never comes. We invite you to look inward during your review of these experiences. We ask that you spend time analyzing your intention behind these encounters. One often does not fully understand the intention behind their communication. Or a more common occurrence, you start with an intention, but the conversation seems to slip away from your desired intent and ends up different than you expected. Let us say to you that the intention in many conversation changes very rapidly and is unconscious and your physical past mind is working rapidly to keep you safe and feeling secure. It will move from wanting to communicate a need to moving to defense to working to avoid hurt and frustration. The original intent is lost. This is not an easy task and we ask that you approach this new learning with lightness and ease. And so this, what they mean by the physical past mind is your brain, okay. your physical mind, the, yes. the storage container. Okay. The hard drive. Yes. Connecting to yourself and feeling grounded in the knowledge of who you are is the central desire we have for you. Nothing will give you more power, stability, or focus. From this space, communication can be given clearly and with improved outcome because you can hold on to your intention for the communication and not be distracted or taken off course by attachments. Understand too that communication is done energetically at the same time as physically. Do you know what your energy state is? Can you understand and align your energy with your intention? So harking back to what the first message was about, like can we make sure all these things are aligned? And when they talk about attachments, um, what did they just say? They said, um, from this space, communication can be given clearly and with improved outcome because you can hold on to your intention for the communication and not be distracted or taken off course by attachments. Now, attachments are unconscious beliefs that we hold about different topics, about different areas of our life. And these unconscious beliefs are what they refer to as attachments. And there's only, I can't remember the number off the top of my head, but they're like in my deck that they gave me there. I think there's six of them. Oh, there's not that. No, there's not that many. There's six basic attachments and every. Oh, I'd love to do an episode on yeah, that. So we're going to, that's. Or six this. episodes. <laughs> I have a feeling they're each going to be pretty intense. And so that's about um, these unconscious beliefs that we hold are where we react from. Mm. There are these touch points that we, re, that we, that cause a reaction in us. And so when we are reacting in a way that we're like, why did I do that? it will come down to an unconscious belief that I'm not good enough or that I'm going to always be alone or oh, there's, there's a few basic ones. And that's what they're saying is we, when we're communicating with someone and if we're located in our true self, there is nothing that person's going to say to us. That's going to push us into a reactive attachment mm. because we're, we're grounded in who our true, where our truth is. Yeah. Wow. 
We have repeated multiple times that communication is a large topic with many layers. So we wish to narrow your immediate focus to energetic and intention. Hear us when we say to you that the most unsuccessful, which translates to unsatisfying communication experiences that you have can distill down to unawareness of your own energetic signature and your intentions for the communication. So can you say to someone, I'm just not really feeling your energetic signature right now? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to leave. Could. Sorry, no, I can't. <laughs> just tell me I can't. You can't. I don't know what the other person's response is going to be. But, um, but they want us to value it. Okay. And what? listen to what they're saying. Okay. Hear us when we say to you that the most unsuccessful, which translates into unsatisfying, so what they want you to understand is that when you feel you've had an unsuccessful communication experience with someone, it's actually unsatisfying. And they want you in particular, want all of us to understand that difference, that when we feel what we're feeling is it was unsatisfying. It mm -hmm. didn't get to where it needed to go. It didn't land. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And that when we have these unsatisfying communication experiences, it can di distill down to unawareness of your own energetic signature and your intentions for the communication, not the other person's, yours. So the dissatisfaction comes from your own energetic signature. And but we want to think it's the other person. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> and your own intentions. Okay. That every unsuccessful, unsatisfying communication experience. So regardless you have, of how that person shows up, your energetic signature, your, your energetic your, your intention. If you walk away from that, regardless of what an asshole someone, else, whatever, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The dissatisfaction comes from your maybe misaligned intentions or energetic signature. Yes. Either your intention was not known or it was not aligned with your energy during the experience. We ask that you review a recent experience with unsatisfying communication and honestly review your intention and energy. What were your intentions? Were they to hurt, protect, evade? Was the... But it's weird because we lie to ourselves about our intentions. That's their point. Yeah, we lie. That's why I always bring up Gary Zukav on the seat of the soul because his entire book is about self-awareness around your intentions because your intentions create your reality. Yeah. So if you say, I want to say this to my partner because, oh, well, it will do our family. It'll do this situation good. But you really evaluate your intention and you go, well, actually, I, I just kind of want to stick it to him a little, mm -hmm. then that energy of, I want to stick it to him a little will create that outcome. Yeah. It will which create will not be harmony, which will not exactly. be higher will, vibrational energies. Yeah. It will, will not be, be non contrast based. It will be contrast input, based output. It's yeah. like, it's like a math equation yes. almost. Yeah. But it's, we have to not lie about our intentions. That, and that's their point. What were your intentions? Were they to hurt, protect, evade? I mean, evade's a big one. Someone comes at you and you're, you don't want to answer the questions. You're not in the space to evade it. Was your intention to make the encounter end quickly? Was it to hide your feelings or confusion? All of these desires are fine and good and can happen without judgment. 
but understanding and admitting to your true intentions will help align you to the reason for an unsuccessful outcome. Review your energy around the communication. Was your energy inquisitive, present, and stable? Was your energy nervous, guarded, suspect? Understanding and appreciating the energy you held can help explain the outcome as well. Knowing these states, can you appreciate and recognize where the communication faltered? Can you see how the outcome occurred? Can you imagine if you were able to admit to the energy being the way that it was? Can you imagine if you were able to recognize and change your intention? There is so much to ponder. These tools we hope that you will use for review and change so you may better recognize your intention as a conversation is happening. We value our opportunity to teach greatly and want you to feel the energetic truth that there are no mistakes. You cannot get it wrong even when communicating. You can only make a different choice. Peace in your encounters. Peace in your experience. I know. It's so much. It's a lot. I've never gotten a channel that was this long. This is a lot to digest. And this is stuff that is not like, oh, when I get around to my, this is like everyday shit. Like when we walk out of this room, we're going to be doing this right this moment, right this second. That's what I love about what they talk about. You know, I look on TikTok and I see these spiritual people on there and they're like, everything's about manifesting or casting a spell or, oh, when you want, and, and this information, they're talking. Radical responsibility. And it's every day. Mm-hmm. You live every day, your minute to minute existence. How can we change that? It's through this. And this this last paragraph. You where- could just repost this episode over <laughs> and over and over and over and it would be life changing. If you if you just listened to this episode on repeat and just did that, you wouldn't live the same life. It would be drastically. If you could really understand what my inten- what was my intention during that conversation that was unsuccessful. But not me understand yours, me understand mine. Me, exactly right. Because when I look back at my communications with people that are challenging and how many times if I would have said, I, I know you want to talk about this right now. I'm right now. I am really depleted. I am. I so you're am, not going to have a good intention in that space. And my energy signature is going to say what? Leave me the fuck alone. And how in the world are you going to have an open communion based moment when you're saying, leave me the fuck alone and being able to take responsibility for your energy, not blame, not judgment, but say, whoa, this is, I totally hear that you have something important to talk about. Can you give me 10 minutes to get where I need to get? Or I need 10 minutes for me to get where I, I want to get with this. And then you change your intention to say, Okay, my intention is to fully understand what they're saying to me, not to respond, not to feel secure, not to be right, not to feel safe, not to have any, like, I need everything to maintain just the way it is. Well, I think the important thing is to evaluate that most of the time when we show up to these conversations, it's unconscious intentions. So you have to be able to start with the recognition that when you show up, it's unconscious. 
And then from there, then it sounds like you have to go, okay, well, I'm going to show up in a conscious state and evaluate the intention. And right. so you can't actually have any of those dialogues that you're talking about until you say, I come into most situations with unconscious intentions. I'm going to bring awareness so that I can show up more consciously. And that in itself is life-changing right there. Like just that one part. And what they're, what they just told me is you're right. You need, but what they want everyone to understand is you have the ability to go from unconscious to conscious. You have that ability and you don't. Sometimes when you hear someone say like, Oh, it's unconscious or it's it's not in your control. No. Okay. You can change that. You can change it because what they said is you don't need to have a full review of like all the unconscious intentions that you have. Just do it right now. You just need to say my intention right now is to. And it's done. I'm kind of sad. Like, I'm, <laughs> I don't. It's wild. It It's. It's sad. It's so. It's so. It to me, this is so foundational to relationship building. And even communicating with yourself. Everything. And you, every unsuccessful communication experience you have is your intention and your energetic signature and the alignment between the two. Every single one. And so if it's my responsibility, I can go, oh, I don't need to carry around anger towards that person. It's actually pretty liberating. I, I mean, counsel of light. I mean... Daily life. Yeah, this is like this practice. is this is yeah. This is not. Here's some lavender essential oil. Your day is gonna be great. This is take a look in the mirror. Own this shit. Wake up. Stop being asleep at the wheel. Take responsibility. Take responsibility. But I also recognize that this is much easier discussed than actually done. One hundred percent. And. That's okay. Right. And that's why that they're, they talk about it all the time. All you need to do is simple review. If you can sit with yourself and review a conf, uh, uh, communication experience that was unsuccessful and you can sit with it and say, what did I do? What was my, what was really my intention? Oh, I just wanted that conversation to be over. I was not in the mood to have that or, I just, I, I don't want my relationship to change. I, I go to work, I come home, everything is sort of set the way it is that that's an easy routine for me. And I just don't want that to change. Like if we were really honest Mm. and we're only doing in our head, you can be as honest as you want. You can say I am gay as a motherfucker and (laughs) I don't want anyone to know that only exists in your brain. No one sees it. No one gets it. But you can be honest with yourself. And if you want your life to change, making those reviews is going to make those choices in the moment easier because you're going to recognize that there's a process happening that you may not recognize before. And it gives you the tools to move towards a better feeling, a better, more satisfying outcome. I think your mic just dropped, so we might have to (laughs) end it there. Well, that was uh, that was a lot. That was amazing. That might be though. a two-parter. We'll see. It's so nice to be back. So great to be. Back. Um, and Council of Light, thank you thank for you. coming and sharing this with was uh, us experiencers. Yeah, us all of us experiencers experiencing this human 
existence. Um, hope you guys have a great week. I'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.